This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to get your intro spot on, first time of asking. Those, those who don't get the privy to our Zoom calls every week don't get to see you screw it up at least six times. Tuesday nights under the lights sees Argyle progress into the second round of the Carabao Cup after seeing off Leighton Orient at Home Park. A brace from Ben Wayne was enough to send the East Londoners packing. Much like Schumacher, I've decided to rotate the squad for the midweek fixture. However, Joe is joining us to get some extra minutes in the tank. Supposed to be joining me tonight was Lou, but he's, he's, had a, he's failed a last-minute medical. And Finn, who is also not here yet. Um, and the aforementioned Joe Bell, who is here. So, hi, Joe. Appropriate that we mention failing medicals and Finn all in the same sentence, isn't it? I'm sure there'll be an admin somewhere who could have a lot of fun with that. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. I don't, I don't know if I know of one, but um, am I? Am I? Am I the Kesler Hayden to the pod? Then am I? You're something like that. You're something. I like get that. an extra. I get an extra run out while others are rested. Uh, I think it's more that we just abbreviate your name to JB. Um, yeah okay yeah fair enough um should we should we talk some football instead of waffling do you want to start your classic run through of the game yeah why not we were very good for 45 minutes um and when i say very good i mean we completely battered them um they had one moment where there was a flick on from a corner from the aforementioned kesler hayden that hit the post and then it comes out to i think it was beckles um, the tall centre-half who proceeded to blast it against the crossbar from about five yards out. Um, other than that, Leighton Orient offered very little in the first half, uh, and we offered plenty. Um, going forward on both wings, we ran forward with plenty of pace, trickery, skill, um, and as I say, we, we caused them all sorts of issues, really. Um Standouts you could probably pick from the first half were comfortably the two wide men, really. Um, Isaka and Tyreek Wright, who both caused Orion, as I say, all sorts of issues. Um, Isaka's really showing a calmness above his age, really. Um, you know, he, he's, he didn't look out of place as a 17-year-old in that side last night. And Tyreek Wright, I think everyone going to the ground last night all wanted to see something 
positive from him. And I think we definitely got that. He looks a lot more comfortable on the right side of the pitch. Uh, looks a lot happier. Um, did fizz one fantastic effort in from outside the box that was sadly straight down the keeper's throat. And then the Wayne train. Um, you know, I, I, I must hold my hands up at first. I thought the second one was an obvious own goal and Wayne got nowhere near it. Um, but maybe that was because my glasses were were murky or something. Um, but yeah, very good. He'd already scored one that looked like it was onside. Um, the linesman was obviously having a bit of offside practice himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we were comfortable first half. 2-0 could have been 5. Um, and I don't think Leighton Orient would have had any concerns with that. Second half, we stepped off it a little bit. The changes sort of um, threw us off our, our kilter, really. Um, Shuey gave us the first game of Shuey tactical roulette by throwing Randall on an um, inverted right back, um, which is, I'm sure when he played on loan at Torquay, he played almost every outfield position. So it's not something you won't be accustomed to um and Leighton Orient got better they got in our face but I don't actually recall Burton making <coughs> any real effort to stop them scoring because he just didn't need to um several really impressive performances um as mentioned Isaka Wright Wayne I thought Azaz looked okay for the first half um he got tired and then we got Julio Pleguazelo I'm getting better at his name um much better yeah, thank you. Um, and he looks a very handy pickup. Um, won almost every tackle he went in for. Um, gave us a real calmness at the back. Special mention for Matt Butcher, who's like a Swiss Army knife. I think we can just play him anywhere now. Um, and he'd give us a get good performance. Um, so, yeah, all in all, ticked a lot of boxes. Uncle Simon will be happy with a 10,000-plus crowd. And Look forward to renewing acquaintances with Leighton Orient in next year's first round of the League Cup. Um, and I'm sure we're all excited to get Peterborough United or Newport County in the second round at about 20 past 10 this evening. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll come on to who we're going to get next round in a bit. Um, but before we're not we... staying on till 20 past 10, are we, for Christ's sake? Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Nobody wants that. Um, no. But we are... Before I... Uh, hand over to Finn to give his uh, rundown. Yeah. Um, if anybody does have any questions or wants to hop on and ask or say anything about last night, feel free to request. Um, go on then, Finn. Now that you've joined us. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, all good. Uh, yeah, so I thought um, yesterday was, you know, pretty good, as much as a good performance as you could expect at the start of the season, uh, especially for our sort of second uh, 11 if you want to call it that um obviously um you know there was there was quite a lot of, of good performances um i think the one that really well the ones that really stood out for me were uh plague was i can't say his name let's just call him plaggy um plaggy and uh and um uh who who else was going to pick out kesler hayden that was the one um, I was impressed with him. Um, I didn't get to go to the game on Saturday, so it was nice to see um, what people were talking about with him. He's a very attacking sort of wing back. Wing back. Um, it's interesting to see with this formation. Um, we've kind of got, we kind of have um, sort of the wingers and the and the wing backs, if you like, or the full backs really in this formation, sort of swapping. Um, obviously, we knew that 
Tyreek Wright played a little bit at wing back last season, but um, he had a half decent performance. Um, on, on what I would call his sort of favoured position on on uh, on left wing, um, he stayed very wide and and caused um, them a bit of trouble without much um, end products and just in general a very sort of dominant performance. And we looked confident and played with quite a lot of swagger, which was um, encouraging to see. Obviously, Ben Wayne got the goals, um, and I felt that he had in general a, a good, um, a good performance. Uh, I did feel, although he might need, that was really the first ninety minutes that I, I think anyone really has seen him play um, since he's joined the club, like in a competitive match. And I did feel that he needed a bit of, um, he 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 still needs to get used to the physicality of the game a bit. Um, but in general, I thought he did quite well. And um, then the other person, obviously, I'd like to mention is um, Freddie Osaka, who for, you know, a 17-year-old looked not out of place at all in that 11. Um, and, you know, looked a very, very promising um, prospect for us. Um, well, now and in more so in future, future years. Um, so, yeah, just a, a really good... Um, Performance in general, and uh, it faded a bit in the second half. Um, I think naturally we felt that we had kind of done our job and there was no need to push much harder. And obviously, Leighton Orient were happy with conceding no more goals and they didn't really look a threat bar one sort of scrap in the box um, just before we scored. So, yeah, it was it was a really encouraging performance, really, in general. Yeah, it's good to see. And like you said, about 10 changes in there. So, um at least we know that our second string team is up to scratch. Uh, Joe, we'll get on to ref watch in a bit. I know how much you like to, um, um, I don't want to say berate, but let's um, analyse, shall we say. Uh, we know how much you like to analyse the uh, refereeing decisions. Yeah. Um, let's let's start through the individual performances of the debutants. Obviously, mm. let's start with Pleguazelo, obviously the first Spaniard to play for Argyle. And as we mentioned before, obviously hops on the... Uh, the Brittany Ferry from Santander uh, handed the the armband on his debut. Um, Argyle life historian uh, Sam Down seems to think that Carl Duguid was the last player to be handed the captain's armband on his debut, which was 2008-2009 um, season against Wolves. How did uh, Pleggy, as he is affectionately known now, uh, get on? Uh, I I saw the question last night about last captain on debut, and it didn't uh, do good. wasn't the name that sprung to my mind, but yeah, very good. Um, he likes to he likes to slide in and win the ball. Um, he was very, as I say, he was very calm on the ball. He loves a he loves to maraud forward with the ball at his feet. Um, yeah, solid solid debut. I mean, if I'm honest, you know. I'd, I looked at it and thought, well, at least they've got Joe Piggott going up against them. You know, journeyman striker around the leagues. Um, been at a number of decent clubs and scored enough goals. And, I mean, bar one effort I can recall where Piggott managed to turn and shoot, he didn't really have much purchase all evening. Um, I mean, look, a lot tougher tests lie ahead for him um, in his Argyle career. But as a starting point, that was very impressive. Um, and just want to mention at the end of the game, he was the last player off the pitch because he took his two young children onto the pitch. 
um, and actually at one point left one of them behind because he'd set off on his lap applauding and waving to supporters. Um, but that was nice to see. Um, at the end of the game, he made a point of going round as close as he could to the to the fans at the end. So, um, yeah, really, really good debut for him. Um, I'd have liked to have seen him play Saturday, but obviously there's some sort of rule that meant he couldn't, even though it's a pointless suspension he was carrying over. Um, interesting to know whether or not it does pose a selection headache for Schumacher or not for the weekend. Um I'm yeah, annoy- annoyingly, my next question, as per. Um, well, yeah, I, I just thought I'd take your job on for you, mate. Uh, because <laughs> you're, you're welcome to it. Um, yeah, like you. I say, now, um, obviously, obviously, Gibson played so well on on Saturday, and I, yeah. I don't see us dropping Scar anytime soon. So, no. who who would you pick? I'd play all three of them. I'd go. I'd go back to the system we played last year. I know that gives him a bit more of a headache um, moving further up the pitch, but. I just wonder at this stage of the season whether or not we've had to adapt to four at the back going into the first game of the season because we obviously the decision makers at the club knew that Julio was suspended. So they knew that Brendan and Maka weren't going to be fit for the opening day. So we were only ever going to have two fit centre-halves. Um, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go back to three at the back. I'd play all three of them. If we were going to stick with the four at the back system... As much as I was impressed with him last night, I don't think Scar or, or Gibson did anything wrong Saturday. So um, it'll all depend on which way Schumacher wants to go with the side. If it's four at the back, I think he'll keep it the same. But if it was down to me, I'd play all three of them. Yeah, I think I'd be the same. I think I'd be inclined to go to a back five against... Um, almost want to split the league in half, right? The top half yeah. teams, you, you play the back five. The bottom half, you play the, the back four. Yeah, let's, we, I think we've got to be a bit realistic. There are going to be a number of teams in this league who just aren't going to be our battle this season. Um, and there are going to be a number of teams that you can name off the top of your head who we really do have to get results against to achieve our primary goal. So um, I would go to a back five, but... Again, there's, there, there are many reasons why Stephen Schumacher is paid the money he is and I'm not in the dugout and he is. So whatever he goes with, I will agree with. Yeah, we're, we're jumping a little bit uh, ahead of ourselves for the Watford preview, but the po- the poll that we put out earlier, uh, based on the assumption that there are no new signings or injuries and that we stick to the 4-3-3, it's currently um, Scar and Pleguazelo are the, are the front runners. That was forty nine percent of the vote. Um, I do think that's harsh on Gibson, but I can understand it after what Plaggy did last night. Uh, Craig has requested to speak. Should we? Should we jump in for some questions and then yes. get on to the other deputants first? Um, yes. Here we go. It's connecting. Hopefully, uh, Craig can speak. It just needs to unmute himself. Hi guys, thank you very much for having me on. How are we? I'm very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. No worries. Do you have a question? Uh, yeah, I just I would agree with you guys, mainly. You would go to the back five against Watford. I think, you know, I know we usually play the four three three, but I just think we're gonna struggle and I would agree with you that it'd be Gibson, uh Pleggy and Scar should be the with Mumba and um Kesler Hayden. So what do you guys think about that? Do you would agree with me back five against Watford? I'd agree with that. What you guys have said. I think I think the only, thinking about it on my feet, the only thing I would worry about with the back five is um, would we be able to get Mumba as far forward 
as we had him on Saturday playing that system. Um, because playing that system we did Saturday, I mean, players were popping up left, right and centre and it was the same last night. You looked at the starting position of Saxon early at times yeah. and I think he spent most of the first half playing in central midfield as an inverted wing-back. Whereas if you play the five at the back, I mean, you could obviously get away with it by playing Edwards on the right and Kesler Hayden on the left and then play Mumba further, um, forward, yeah, as a... further forward. But yeah. then you're, you're leaving out one of the many attacking midfielders we've got them for that situation, don't you? I mean, I, let's be fair. If we went into it with a if we went into it with an eleven of a goalkeeper, it'd be interesting to know who people would go with Saturday. And then you've got Ke uh, Kesler, Hayden, Gibson, Scar, Pleguezelo, Edwards, yeah, Rand Randall, Houghton, uh, Mumba, Whitaker, and Hardy. I don't think any of us would be disappointed with that as a side. But then, just... you're, but then you're leaving out Cundall, Warrington, Azaz, Tariq Wright, um, and Callum Wright before you even think about any other system. So, I just think you've got to. I think you just got to match Watford. You know, you know. If you mentioned you, you got your three, you got them in three. You got four in midfield. You got three up front. I think. You know, you go with the back. You start with the the goalkeeper. You probably go Callum Burton as I said before with the back three, or Pleggy Scar Will um, and um, sorry Scar. Gibson and Pleggy, then you go with Mumba and Kesler Hayden at wing back with Anne and Randall, probably Jordan Houghton in midfield. Then you can go with a front two of Cams, of Azaz and Morgan, and up front you go Ryan Hardy. And you get the majority of those players in. You can obviously tinker the system if required off you know, there's players off the bench. It's a nice problem to have, isn't it? Let's be fair. Yeah, it definitely is, definitely is, yeah. I think, I think for for me, judging by the performances in the first two games, there's only three nailed on starters, and I think that's Mumba, Whitaker, and um, Kane Kessler Hayden. I think everybody, you know, it would not surprise me to see Scar not start. It would not surprise me to see Rand yeah. uh, Houghton picked over Randall. It wouldn't surprise me to see Butcher, um, you know, thrown into a new position. Like I, I just think, and we all know the way Schumacher rotates as well. Um, Actually, nothing surprises me now. I, just... I would. Sorry, sorry. I, I would probably say like if um, we're talking about guaranteed starters, unless we get a striker in 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 the week, um, Hardy's probably guaranteed to start as well. Yeah, but no, but then again, you know, Wayne got two yesterday. So just yeah. does Schumacher, you know, base it off confidence? I, you know, I don't know. Like. If if you think about it, Ben Wayne is not. I know he's 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 still got he's still young, but he's not the finished article. And saying if Ryan Hardy gets injured, we've got no recognised second striker. I guess you could play Morgan Whitaker as a false nine. You could probably get away with that, but we need a second striker. And if without you know, I know Ben Wayne scored two goals, that but that's the Carabao Cup. That's not the that's not the league, is it? So I would I think we do need a second striker personally. Yeah, I think I think that that would be somewhere that they're looking to um, yeah. strengthen. But thanks for your question, Craig. Um, Thank you. We're going to jump back to uh, Carabao Cup um, at talk. Um, Finn. Yeah, that's your name, Finn. Um, moving on further down the pitch, uh, Lewis Warrington uh, was given a start, signed on a season-long loan from Everton. How do you think he got on? Um, yeah, not not bad, really. To be honest, uh, I felt he uh, faded um, in the second half, as did everyone, really. But he did admit before the game that he wasn't, you know, 100% that's fit coming into it. And he just wanted minutes. Um, 
but he looked solid enough on the ball. Um, and was yeah, I don't really have have much to note with him, but like you know, a decent enough debut, I guess. Do you see him um, mixing up the the shoey tactical headache, or do you, do you think that he's going to come on in time? No, I, I don't think so. I think he's got to get a bit, a few more minutes in the legs first, a bit like Azaz, um, to really be in starting contention. And you know, kind of, we know that sort of Halton in particular is sort of Schumacher's trusted lieutenant, if you want to call him that, in midfield. So I would, I would, I would stick with Randall and Halton for the weekend. Slightly in front of him, Joe, obviously Luke Cundall um, handed a start shortly mm. after signing. Um, we have a bonus pod that I've literally just recorded. Um, there should be better audio quality than this, I hope. Uh, less breathy, for me at least, anyway. Um, going live with Swans chat. That'll be, that'll be up the start of next week, I'm sure. Uh, how did Luke Cundall get on? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm willing to give Cundall a bit of a, a pass, really. I mean, it was a, it was a solid debut. Um, there was nothing out of the ordinary that we saw from him. Um, but I'm willing to give him the pass. So on a pure basis, he'd only actually trained with the group once. Um, I think it would take a pretty talented player to come in and hit the ground running and immediately blow blow the performance away off the back of just one training session. Um, he, he did well. He had a good couple of link-ups. Um, when he picked the ball up in midfield, he, he had a good rapport with one or two of the wider players. Um, so yeah, it was it was a good debut. Um, I don't can't remember exactly off the top of my head how many minutes we got out of it. it must have been close to an hour. Um, obviously, he'll get stronger with the more minutes he plays. And as Shuey highlighted post game last night, that you know getting through in that. Uh, cup tie last night does give us another another cup match at the end of this month. I think it's the 29th, 30th, the next round. So it'll be a nice time to get more people minutes, be a good gap between fixtures. So, um, you know, they are handy. Um, but it was pleasing. He probably hasn't done enough to warrant an inclusion on Saturday. But look, stranger things have happened with Shuey Roulette. So, um he was steady. Just on Warrington, um, what Finn was saying, I thought it was one of those performances where you don't notice a player in midfield and often those are the best ones. Um, he, When he needed to be tough in a tackle and win the ball back, he did. When he had to be calm and just give the simple pass rather than try the extravagant option, he did. Um, it was just one of your stereotypical, very solid 7 out of 10s on debut. Um, and I do like his composure on the ball. So he could, as the season goes on, I think he will gradually force his way into being a regular starter in the midfield. Yeah, do you see him more as the like the Houghton type that you only really notice him when, when he's having a stink? Yeah. yeah, I think you, you know, you'll notice him breaking the play up um trying to win the ball back if team or you know slowing it down if we can when teams are on the break um although having said that i know obviously you've used the thing there about you only recognize how to he's having a stinker um again sure hit the nail on the head he was he really did calm everything down when he came on last night um and off the back of an impressive first game of the season that's a really positive sign i think for how to moving into this year yeah, I think he's 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 already dispelled any 
um, issues that I had with him um, potentially stepping up to the championship. That I, and I appreciate it's only Huddersfield, but he was excellent against them. Um, yeah. Just to go back to Cundall quickly, obviously the, the bonus pod, as I said, is out early next week. Um, Luke from Swan Chat, Swan's Chat um, was very confident that he could cover a lot of positions. He's, he's, you know, he could cover um, even the full-backs or the wing-backs if needed. Um, did you see anything from him that could suggest that he would be giving Shuey selection headaches? Same question about Warrington, basically, but about Cundall. Um yeah, I mean, again, he'll have more training sessions over the next couple of weeks, so they'll begin to understand him more. Obviously, they've got enough data on him, um, so they're pretty confident of the player they're getting. Um, interesting to hear that he can play as one of the full-backs or wing-backs, um, because obviously we we stuck Randall in as a uh, inverted wing-back last night, so if Kunda was going to offer himself to that role, that would be another... Um, string to the bow so it's what is apparent is not only are we signing young hungry dynamic players we're also signing players who can cover a lot of positions and tick a lot of boxes if needed which is um, always a handy thing to have when you we're going to be picking up the results we need to so it's all positive Aaron it's all positive Jack says in the comments, he says a great bit of skill where Cundall fell over the ball and still managed to pass it off at the same time. Yes, yes, that was the comedy moment of the evening, probably. Um, I don't I don't know where the sniper was, but they took him out pretty clean, poor lad. Um, probably, I hope he got up with a smile on his face having done that on his debut in front of 10,000 people anyway. Yeah, nice. And like I said, if anybody has any questions, feel free to request to speak or um, get them in the, the comments. Um, so I think that's all the debutants done, isn't it? Uh, Warrington, Plegozolo and Cundall? Did any, uh, I suppose Finn Azaz came back for his comeback. Um, you said it's we he's still looking... We've about him enough. Uh, yeah. and Asaka, Asaka, you could say, was a debutant, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could if he, if he hadn't had appearances before. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... Uh, 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 very, um, well, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. This is the bit that I normally cut out. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, let, let's move on to Matt Butcher then. Um, we had a we had a, a butcher and and Pleggy back to uh, reminiscent of EastEnders in 2008. Um, who how'd he get on? Any good? Would you would you start him there in league games? Um, no, I don't think so. Not that he did completely awful or anything like that. He's just not a like he, he can fill in at centre back, but he's not somebody that's going to displace Gibson, Plaggy, or or Scar um, to start off with. And then you know you've got Galloway and um, uh, Gillespie coming back at some point with any luck. So um, I thought he was one of the weaker players in the in the side last night. But then again, he's not playing in his you know favoured position. Um, and yeah, he did play there a couple of games last season. Uh, you know, in the back three at sort of left centre-back. Um, and, you know, that's good for sort of overlapping and runs and stuff. But that was even against, you know, a couple of um, teams that finished low in the, lower in the division. So I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that he would give a selection headache um, in, in the back three. However, it's good to see that he can play there if needed. Yeah, nice. Obviously, um, you both mentioned him in your... Um... Run through of the games, obviously Ben Wayne at the double. Can can you run us through both of his goals? 
Do you want to, maybe you take one each. Joe, you take the first one. Finn, Thank take the God second. for that. Because as I say, I think I spent most of the night thinking the second one was no one goal. Um, so he'd obviously already had one disallowed wrongly. If you listen to Schumacher and um, Wayne himself, um, and then it was just pressure really. Beckles was um, seemed to have everything under control, um, and then. Um, Wayne just put a bit of pressure on him. Beckles went to sell it back, uh, play it back to the keeper, and he just sold him short. Um, and it was simple then for Wayne to latch onto it um, and tuck it past the keeper. So nice finish, calm finish. Um, could have been very easy for him to panic given the time he's got um, when he's when he's going through on goal. But yeah, lovely finish, and you could tell it was a huge weight off his shoulders that he'd got that first goal at home park. Um, and hopefully it's the first of many. Um, on t- in terms of Wayne as a footballer, I still think he's quite raw. I think there's still plenty of coaching to be done with him. He spent a lot of time on the floor, um, rightly or wrongly, trying to claim set pieces and fouls and what have you. Um, I mean, I've lost count of how many penalty appeals he had turned down, um, none of which I thought were penalties. But, you know, he's got a probably needs to cut that out a little bit, get a bit stronger, which he looks like he is doing. Um, But all in all, if Schumacher wanted anything out of last night, he'd have wanted his backup striker to have scored. And um, he ticked the box after about 20 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Finn, the second one? Yeah, I would just echo what Joe said there, really. Um, I, I, I would just, I would think... If we were able to get, uh, let's say, a fourth striker in on loan, um, I would look at um, Wayne possibly going out on loan um, this season because I'm happy to have him around the squad, but I'm just not sure how much, how many minutes um, he will get. And like um, I said at the start, and Joe sort of echoed there, um, he's a bit raw and the physicality is lacking. Um, but as opposed to his, his second goal... Um, I mean, he put himself in a in a good area to score. Um, and credit to Freddie Osaka, you know, it was the the exactly the kind of ball that you wanted. Um, I did think it was an own goal at first as well. Um, however, um, it was just one of those where Osaka sort of drilled it across the box after it being played out to him on the uh on the on the left, and and you know, put in an area where if anybody gets it touched on it, it's going in. And I think it came off like Wayne's knee or something. So, yeah. Um, you know, typical striker goal, really get yourself in the right place at the right time and anticipate um, the ball across the box. Yeah, you say about obviously Wayne being, you know, fourth strike, uh, fourth choice if we bring some people in. I think it's it's unfortunate that he's almost too similar to Ryan Hardy in the fact that he's very quick in behind. Yeah. Um, can get on the end of things, you know, and we need, last season we had three strikers in, well, four strikers, but three strikers in Ennis, Cosgrave and Hardy that all offered completely different things and, and you know, allowed us to mix it up. So on maybe that, that's to... On that point, Aaron, um, when Hardy came on last night, um, we did manage to go on a breakaway. Um, and I think, I want to say Saxon earlier it was, who had the ball on the left-hand side, running along the Lindus. And uh, Hardy and Wayne both made almost identical runs towards the same position. Um, so they are very similar and actually it was uh, commented by one of the guys I was with last night that 
we spent a lot of the game trying to play through balls as if Hardy was up there. Um, you know, we were playing the system as if Hardy was up front and perhaps not Ben Wayne. Albeit Wayne was trying his best to get on the end of them. Um, often he was pointing for it to go one way, but it was going in towards the channels in another way. But um, he'll learn, as I say, with experience, he'll get better with it. But that was just one observation I made about it. Yeah, I think we'll jump onto the four four two and then then playing up top together in a minute. Um, Finn, you mentioned uh, Freddie Osaka. Just just how many millions is that kid going to make us? Oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but yeah, he. I mean, yeah, we were. Yeah, there's you know this kind of sort of thing about um, lone um, youngsters coming through when they come through. It's like when are they going to be loaned out to? <laughs> to Torquay or Truro, but uh, I don't think there's really any danger of, of that for Osaka to be 17 and to look as good, if not slightly better than Tyreek Wright, who's a, 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 you know, no disrespect to him, a, a sort of full pro. It, that's mostly impressive, you know, and uh, yeah, the kid's definitely got potential. I would I would estimate he is going to make us quite a few million pounds in the, in the future if he carries on um, the way and has, has luck with injuries as well. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This um, this four three three. Obviously, you mentioned Tyreek Wright, so let, let's just do that now. This four three three is obviously built for a, a player like Tyreek Wright. How much do you think um, he's going to thrive being back in his natural wing position, Joe? Uh, I think I think he'd have to be on the right side. I really do think that is a prerequisite with Tyreek Wright because um, the one thing that stood out in my mind was when we saw him last year, it often tended to be on the left. Um, but him playing on the right last night, he really just looked a lot more comfortable um, with the ball at his feet on that right side. So he was playing a lot further forward as well, which I think he was more comfortable with. Um, if you were to ask me, do I still th- do I think we know what his best position is? No, I, I think we're probably still trying to find that out. Um, and as I say, you know, more games in the Carabao Cup will only help that because it will give him an opportunity to show us where his his best position is. Yeah, I think there's there's nothing I'd love more than to see him actually fulfil his potential because I think he's the one. Uh, the four four two magazine um, labelled him as the one player they'd happily drive to another club, and I don't. I don't think for me we have any of those. I think um, you know we we just play several different systems and different styles over over you know ninety minutes sometimes, and I think 
Um, I, I would absolutely love to see him prove a few people wrong. Um, but if that, you know, he's got to do a lot of work, like you said, in those cup games before he gets minutes in the league, I think. Um, let's go for the four four two then. How does that work? Do you think that Schumacher will be abandoning abandoning his principles anytime soon and just going four four two, lump it to the big men, Finn? I think when we went to up top last season, it was very very um, effective. I think currently, uh, as Joe alluded to, really um, with only Wayne and Hardy to play up top, I wouldn't go four four two because they are such similar players and and they kind of fill the same spaces. Um, so to play four four two, I think we could definitely do it. Um, but we would need the right personnel to do so. Um, and that would mean bringing in another striker before Watford for me. Yeah, I suppose last season though, when we when we went to the two up top, we still had the back five, so slightly different. But I yeah, God, I would I would shave my head if Stephen Schumacher ever played four four two. Well, he played it last night. Uh, where we finished the game with two strikers, um, I would not ever envisage us ever going into a league game playing four four two. Well, you say we finished with two strikers. I think um, Ben Wayne was actually robbed of his hat trick in the eighty seventh. He was, yeah. Off. Sorry, I'd, I'd switched off by then. I was too busy staring at the stars or something because it did rather go a bit flat in the second half. Uh, I think this is this is the last last real bit on Leighton Orient, Joe, and this is where you tend to shine. Obviously, Saxon Early and Kane Kessler Hayden were knocked about all night. There might have mm. been others, but uh, Kane Kessler Hayden said on on Instagram or Twitter or X or whatever social platform it was that he felt like a punching bag. Um, <laughs> safe to say, the officials uh, weren't up to scratch. Yeah. It's not they weren't we they weren't given much protection last night. Um, I think the foul count was sixteen to six or something, wasn't it? Um, and I mean, he was and, happy. And, and the shots on target were heavily in their favour as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm again. I must have dazed off into a parallel universe when they were counting how many shots Leighton Orient had because I don't remember them having more than us. Um, but going back to the point at hand, yeah. The, Kesler Hayden in particular didn't get much protection from the officials. Um, he was used as a bit of a kicking object, particularly towards the end of the first half. Um, equally, I think one of their lads went off with concussion in the second half. It seems like he may have got a flailing arm to the head and the referee actually didn't stop the game for about 70 seconds after that. Um, he just sort of let play carry on and it wasn't until the ball went out of play that he stopped it. Um, I'm not sure if that's in the directives, but it didn't sit right with me when I found out that he'd gone off with concussion. Um, but, you know, hopefully he's going to be all right. It was just it was just a really inconsistent performance from the referee last night. I don't want to go on too much about it because it was only a cup game and we're through. But um, some of the things he was giving yellow cards for and some of the things he wasn't was all just all over the place a little bit. Um you don't like to see that, and he wasn't particularly um, enamoured or fussed about how long people were taking to come off or come on for substitutions. So um, you want to see, as the season goes on with these new directives, that referees are a little bit stronger when it comes into it. But as I say, it's it's nothing really fussy. Wayne thought he could have had about five penalties last night, but none of them looked it to me. So. Um, I'm sure our listeners will be delighted to know later in the year I will be on my soapbox for referees, but um, I can't really do it for last night. 
We need to get a new uh, ref watch jingle set up. Um, we do. We know it's your yeah. favourite part of the of the Sunday pods. I can, I can come. Yeah. At, I I will come off my long run as soon as a referee gives me the opportunity to lay into them. Um, but at the moment, I've not had one. Disappointingly. So moving moving um, from the referees to the the linesman before we get on to <laughs> the draw and Watford preview. Um, the, the, was the ball in the net twice, or was it just the once? Yeah. Twice ruled, ruled off at offside. Either of those yeah. actually off? Uh, well, I, I mean, I can say I was sat on the halfway line last night, so it's difficult for me to to say. Um, um, I would say, looking at them back, I'd say Wayne is possibly unlucky to have been done for offside. It's again, it's difficult to see with the camera angles at home park. Um, but I'd say he was on. I think I don't think there's any doubt in the Azaz one. Do you say um, that he was robbed of his hat trick twice? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure there's much doubt in the Azaz one, but I think Wayno can probably feel a little bit hard done by with his. Anything to add, Finn? Feel like you want uh, to talk Yeah, about? well, to be honest with you, to start off with, I didn't think the Azaz one was offside. However, looking at it back, probably is. Wayne one, I still don't think is offside. Um, I did think the linesman was a bit flag-happy to start off with. I actually thought when Wayne scored his second goal, he was still thinking about putting his flag up. Um, but he he didn't, um, thankfully. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think the referee and the linesman did an awful job last last um, night, but I did think they were a little bit inconsistent, yeah. Talking about being flag happy, we're, me and Sam Down are recording... Um something really exciting that is going to fill the international breaks with um, PAFC displays, Nick, from from them. Um, tomorrow, I can't wait for that to come out. It's going to be a bit random and a bit mad and a bit um, all Argyle history encompassing and fun. So look out for that. Um, just whilst you mentioned flag happy, really. Um, go on then, let's go, let's go on to the next round. Who, who are we wanting? Newport away. Oh, God. Not been there for a while. Everyone loves Rodney Parade. That's nice and cheery. Um, Newport Wave would be a, a short set for me, so I wouldn't mind that. Um, I think uh, I would. I would. I mean, obviously, the obvious ones would be either I'd like Exeter, Portsmouth, Chelsea, or Tottenham. Really, with oh, it, my Fuck off with Portsmouth. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I enjoy it, Joe. Oh God, I'm fed up of them now. Stuck a stuck a tweet out earlier. The main one, the main ones being uh, Jack Leslie saying Spurs away, it's happening. Uh, Josh Pitcher, who's who's just joined us, oh, he's left again. Uh, said oh. Exeter at home. Uh, Ryan said Stevenage away um, for selfish reasons. That's very selfish, making us track to Stevenage. Um, Oliver said uh, Everton at home. I'd prefer that one away, actually. Um, yeah, but we can't get Everton for a start. But you're talking about selfish reasons, Aaron. You're desperate for it to be Norwich away, aren't you? Well, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind Norwich away on a Tuesday night. But um, you'd be the only or, one there, probably. I take I take Ipswich or Peterborough. I think Peterborough's um reasonable request. Um, I just want a home game. Um, we've we've had enough away games in cup ties, haven't we? Really. Yeah, I think to, be, to be honest, I, I don't want, a, I don't want, an, I don't want another uh, championship side. Um, you know, uh, a champ, championship home, home uh, game at home would be all right, but a championship side away would be a pain. You know, I don't really want to be playing an extra game against Ipswich on a on a Tuesday night if we can help it. 
I know we can, I know we can't get Stoke, but I, w- I wouldn't mind Stoke away just so I can tick that off because I can't make the game that we we play them in the league because I'm what running would, the London what Marathon. Would be good. I know. I know we're all everyone's going to be hung up on the fact that Spurs and Chelsea are in the draw tonight. Um, but it, you know, even somebody like a Brentford or a Palace, you're likely to get stronger 11s from those clubs go up against you. Um, than what we would if Tottenham or Chelsea come down. I mean, I know Chelsea and Tottenham would be able to play out strong 11s no matter who they played, but um, I'd say if somebody like a Brentford or a Palace come down, then you'd you'd see nigh on a full-strength Premier League side, perhaps. So um, I'm not really fussed who it is at home, to be honest. I'm just not getting too excited because Newport are in the draw. So. Yeah, Dan, who's also listening as well, said um, Bournemouth or Palace. I wouldn't, I would not say no to Palace away just to get that ticked off. Um, Bournemouth would be a nightmare for tickets, but tickets and priority and how many we're allocated is an issue for another time. Two thousand? Sure. Did we see that today? Two thousand? They're tight in Birmingham, aren't they? You say that, Joe, but we've only been given what's it? Two thousand one hundred for Watford. I appreciate. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I appreciate how late it away is. End, is it? No, but I appreciate how how late in the day they they put it on general sale. But if we can't sell out our first championship game back in the league away game, sorry, um, that's close to London with a big expat community there. I mean, like... yeah, well, I, th- I think that's a that's definitely a conversation for an international break. I think if we were to have like a, a Argyle life debate. Um, yeah, I think I think as well. I think this this um, this Twitter space has gone pretty well. I think we might do this more regularly. Uh, as I said previously, if anybody has any questions or, or wants to raise anything, feel free to request and, and speak or or put a, a, a question in the um, the chat box. I don't know what it's called. Um, yeah, that thing. Uh, ben has asked, uh, will Plegwazelo take Scar's place as the season goes on? I think we we did quite a bit on that earlier, Ben. So when this goes live on. Um, all your podcast apps will will link you up and let you listen to that because that was that was a big chat at the beginning. Um, uh, any other business in, then? Um, obviously, we have Watford up next. Um, oh, shout out to Clyde Lolos for opening his account for Crawley against them up the road. Unfortunately, Crawley didn't have enough about them to knock them out. That would have been a good uh, <laughs> a good uh, finish to the that, night. But... That might that might be said quite a bit this year that Crawley didn't have enough about them. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, Watford up next. So we've obviously talked about selection headaches. I don't think we'll we'll, we'll have too much on on Watford, but selection headaches. How how would you line up, Joe, if you were Stephen Schumacher? I'd imagine everyone listening is glad I'm not Stephen Schumacher. Um, <laughs> let's, was... Sorry, start start from the, the the keeper forward. Obviously, Callum Burton played last night. Connor Hazard didn't fill everybody with confidence on Saturday, but. You know, reflex saves um, from those mistakes. Do you stick or twist? He did what a keeper should do. He saved shots. Yeah, I know. Who, we're who, asked, who we're do asked, you start at I, I know we ask a goalkeeper to do a lot more, um, but he did the primary objective as a goal. I'd probably stick with Hazard as much as I thought we would go with. As much as I was disappointed and thought we'd go with Burton against Huddersfield, I think um, Hazard is probably at the moment the number two. Um, which, as you well know, is disappointing for me as I was very much the defence lawyer for Mr Burton at the end of last season. Um, so I, if I'm naming my 11 now, uh, this is obviously on the proviso that nobody else comes in before Saturday, which wouldn't surprise me. Um, it would be uh, Hazard in goal. The back four would be Kesler Hayden, 
Scar, Gibson, and uh, Edwards. Obviously, Scar and Gibson would be the other side, other way round. Um, and then you'd have Mumba, Whitaker, Hardy up front. And in the midfield, you'd go with Randall, Houghton, and I'd probably go again with Callum Wright. Um, I probably wouldn't change it at all, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think they did a very good job against Huddersfield. Barra, as mentioned on Sunday's pod, which is available on everyone's podcast listening platforms if they haven't tuned in already. Um, I thought I'd give it a little plug um, that, we, you know, for 70 minutes, we were comfortably the better side. So even though our Yorkshire friends don't agree, Sodom. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I wouldn't change it. He's He has had a couple of people obviously step up and suggest put their hand up, Pleggy being one, um, and obviously Wayno getting two, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Unless they identify a weakness. Unless they found a weakness in Watford battering QPR 4-0 on Saturday, um, then I, I don't see us changing it, to be honest, as much as I would like to go to a back three. Yeah, on, on um, them being QPR, I jumped on with the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. They are a bunch of nutters, and that was the most chaotic. They probably, think, even, the same of, they probably think the same of us. Most probably the, 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 the most chaotic pod recording I've ever been on, and that says a lot because ours are bad. Mm. Um, they're, they're, they are absolutely mental. They did um, a prediction of the score using backgammon, and um, we spoke about... Yeah, mate, you should give it a listen. It's genuinely like the best half an hour I've had in my life. Uh, a really good chat about everything. I hope, hope's not mid listening. No, no, hope not. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I, I would, I would suggest people go and give that a listen. But they said that ignore that result. They say QPR were so bad that they. Um, you know, they're, they're taking nothing from it apart from a goal difference. So my first um, prediction of the yeah. season, one week in, is that Gareth Ainsworth will finish the season as Wickham manager. Well, wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me. Um, yeah. Too bad that. Uh, too bad that they've um, changed the rules now, so he won't be as effective. Uh, I'm not sure I that did, the I rules find, changing. I did find it ironic that somebody did a spreadsheet of. Um, games with added time this weekend and Wickham was at Wickham was joint least of added time um, in all the games on Saturday with Norwich I think they only had eight minutes three in the first half five in the second nice. something nice. ironic in all of that that all these time wasting rules have been brought in and Wickham Wanderers are at the bottom of the list so far so what was instead of us wasting time uh, Joe obviously you, you, you said that you wouldn't change too much but earlier you said that you would go with a back five so <laughs> I knew you'd pick up is, on it. Is there is there any discussion? I, I noticed a few people in the comments on on a tweets that we played earlier that that would suggest swapping Edwards out and putting Pleguazelo in at right back. No. no. Well, I mean, I don't know because I haven't seen Pleguazelo play at right back, so it's very harsh for me to say no. But um, I don't I don't see it happening. Um, as I say, going back to you mentioned there that I would. You asked me what I think they would go with on Saturday, and I think they would go with four at the back. I would go with five at the back, um, but I don't think Shuey's going to abandon it just yet. Um, although, as I say, stranger things have happened with Shuey roulette. So, yeah, how do, how do you see it going, Finn? Um, what would you um, want me to go with? Who I think I would do if I was Stephen Schumacher, or who I think he's going to pick? If you were Stephen Schumacher. 
Okay, if I was Steven Schumacher, I would go to uh, three at uh, well, five, three at the back, uh, because um, I'm. The, the only problem with that is, though, we are very restricted if somebody pulls up with an injury or fatigue or... Yeah, yeah, I got, I got oh, that. We got, um, got Matt Butcher to play back there. Yeah. I think we just want to go back forward, me. I, do, Sorry, like, go I think the balance of... like I know we started um, the season with four at the back. Um, and I know we we won on Saturday with it, um, with the caveat of it being, you know, first game of the season and Huddersfield looking pretty weak as the division goes. Um, I, I'm I'm still not sure, and it will take a few games for me to, to really form my opinion on this. I'm still kind of unsure about the balance of um, this four at the back system for us. Um, as good as it is having, you know, Hardy, Whitaker, and Mumber in uh, front three. Um, so if I was Steven Schumacher, I would go back to their five at the back system and I'd probably go for a back, uh, probably go Hazard in goal because ultimately, although he had a bit of a shaky start, he did like make a few good saves. And also, I don't think you don't think it's necessarily good just to, um, you know, f- sort of. Drop a player after they've just, um, you know, had their debut and have basically, um, judging by his interviews, being told that he's going to be competitive and for the for the number one spot, um, particularly when um, an uh, keeper inevitably leaves next season. Um, so I'd go, yeah, Hazard. I'd go with. Um, Plaggy, Scar, and Gibson, and then. Mumba on the on right wing back, Tesla Hayden on left wing back. Um, those two can can swap, so I don't mind if it's Mumba on the left and uh, Kessler Hayden on the right. But um, and then I'd go for a, a two pivots of um, uh, Houghton and, and Randall, and then I'd go for a, a a front two of well, I guess it would have to be. Um, I guess you could you could technically play. I I I, I would personally give Whitaker a go at striker if we haven't got anybody in because I'm not sure Wayne um is up to starting against uh up starting in the championship yet. But um, we'll see about that. Yeah, nice. Um, a bit of um transfer news is that West Ham have agreed a deal for James Ward Prowse. I've just got that through on Sky Sports News, so that means. Unfortunately, he won't get a run out at home park. That's, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, that's that's a big shame. The only the only problem is though, I you know, in my article about Alan Randall last year, I tipped him to end up at a Premier League club like Southampton. So hopefully they don't replace him with um, Adam Randall. But they have just signed some without, kid that I've never heard of from Man City for like fifteen million. So without trying to sound like Jim White on TalkSport now, but um, I've just seen on my phone that Ian Dennis of the BBC, that once respected publication, um, is reporting that Bristol City midfielder Alex Scott is having a medical at Bournemouth as well. Um, So there's another good young midfielder leaving the championship, which is a great thing to see. Matt Tarrant and Alex, uh, Alex Scott in one night, eh? Yeah, Norwich have done really well getting rid of Mumba and Aaron's in the same window. Yeah, but but yeah, he can't play right back, so yeah, fine. 
Oh, yeah, that's whatever. fine by me. Fine by me. Absolutely fine. Um, I think unless you've got you've got anything to add on Watford, are you scared of Watford? Um, worried about Watford? Um, allocations at Watford? Are you going to Watford? Any Watford based chat? Then I think we can call that a night. Is there? I'm not worried about Watford. Really. Going to be there? Is is he going to turn up? Has he got a ticket, or have, have they not got allocation for him? Sorry, what was that? Is Elton John got a ticket, or did they not have enough allocation for him? Well, I think he's finishing up on his tour, isn't he? Is he Is not? He? Oh. he could have started um, in the wind, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, well, we're hoping that he can he can nick the winner, so then Cundle in the Wind is our uh, podcast title. Yeah. Um, so really quickly, let's uh, Andrew Jones. I'm reading this as as he sent it in. Uh, nice to have this kind of dilemma. To be honest, good strength and depth, some good quality back on the bench. The four four three formation, four three three formation, even uh, much better. And we'll need four at the back in this league. Okay, not a question. Ideal. All right then, let's call that a night. I'm Cheers, happy. guys. Cheers, Aaron. See you on Sunday evening. I look forward to it. We'll we'll jump back on Sunday, talk all things Watford. The win over Watford, the 4-1 win at Vicarage yeah. Road, uh, where Luke Cundall gets the, the, the decisive goal. Um, if that happens, I will join Joe in shaving my head. Right. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Right. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.